Welcome to Money Talks for Single Women. I'm your host, Christina, the Metaverse Maven. Hey guys, today I'm sharing my lessons learned on navigating finances in relationships. Let's get real about love, money, and everything in between. For all my single women and single queens, you definitely should listen to this podcast and share it with any of your sisters, aunts, and your single sisters who need to just learn about navigating finances in a relationship. Okay, ladies, where are my single queens at? So let me just start with some of the biggest money mistakes while dating in the past that I have gone through. And even though this episode could be a little awkward, I'm really going to try to make as much fun of myself as I can possible, making light of a situation because that happened such a long time ago that it really doesn't even matter but it was an awkward moment right it was an awkward money talk and having these conversations with your partners during the first time that you're meeting can seem really awkward and just kind of even turn them off right so my dating money mistakes started when I first moved in too quickly with my first boyfriend without setting financial expectations, which ended up shouldering more costs and leaving me to represent my partner, which later, of course, I forgave because I'm a forgiving person. But honestly, at that time, in that moment, during that you know, specific part of my life when I was in my 20s, late, late, um, late 18, 19, I think it was 19 or 20. Um, but moving straight in, right? You don't set these expectations right off the bat, but I definitely would just discuss it, right? And just discuss it by opening the conversation up about what these financial expectations are going to be. I was in college at the time, so there's definitely wasn't going to be any financial expectation from my side. I was living from home at the time, so there's definitely was not going to be anything that I could contribute to the finance part because I was still in college. However, he wasn't. He was a entrepreneur. He owned his own real estate firm. So for him, he had already gone through um, financial the finances of setting up his home and just like um, his career and I just was not in a career position so the mistake that I feel like I made though at that moment was not really making clear about what I was going to contribute and so I feel like it ended up giving me resentment because then he once the relationship started dwindling he started to throw in my face the things that I would have never thought he would have caught, you know, was counting. Like he was counting the groceries. He was counting the light bill. I mean, like, and every single time, like each bill that was due, like he even named the date, he knew it, you know? So I feel like 
that was something that really left me like kind of like wow like someone can really just think um about what they're paying while they're loving you at the same time but honestly there's just some men that aren't counting all of the things that they're paying for so if you bring it up and you make that awkward conversation from the very beginning guess what in the end what if if the relationship doesn't work out then you're not left out with that feeling of being blamed or then resenting the fact that he threw it in your face if you know what i'm saying so another story that i can you know relate i know that i've shared one story but let me go ahead and and add another one to this which was when i dated someone who had a very lavish lifestyle who pressured me to overspend and that really caused a huge um damper on our relationship because i'm not really one who cares about the name brands even though yes i like to have name brand things however a lavish lifestyle is just not something that you know i feel like i have to to um be a certain person to pursue it or to have it right off the bat right and i get it some people are and at that time i was dating a guy who was very lavish had a, drove a lamborghini um he had his own apartment um he owned um, a restaurant so he had like five different restaurants it was a chain and so like yeah of course his lifestyle was a lot more lavish than mine but at the same time it's like you met me this way you met me with knowing that you know i'm an entrepreneur i'm starting my business and the finances there are being built upon and i'm still building my wealth right so it's not something that i can just lavishly uh, live like him it was a little bit different yes he had earned it but then at the same time he came from a family that um, had that already so it was a little bit more easier for him to to obtain that lifestyle um, because it was just something that he had to be on the other hand not me necessarily you know so of course I didn't like the fact that um, I had to like compete with him and so I feel like when you are in a relationship with someone who is a lot more living a life a life of lavishly luxury you definitely should bring it up even if it's like on the like third dinner because money is going to be an issue to him regardless whether you think about it or not and anyone who is going to be lavishly spending just just say it and i mean you can just bring it up in the most easiest way possible over dinner or even like casually before sex or even afterwards i'm just joking that i'm just saying this because in the most casual way during the most casual circumstances if it is like going before a movie or maybe it's like you're getting up and you're cooking dinner i definitely would do it if it was if i was getting up and cooking breakfast i think that's like the perfect time to have those type of discussions because like you're feeding a man and so like you're doing for him and so like you're showing him that you care by catering to him and so in that moment it's like 
the financial obligation is going to be you know you have a financial obligation i have a financial obligation but i also have on top of that financial obligation an obligation to care for you he also has an obligation to care for you because you're in a relationship but that also comes at a a hundred a hundred right to give into that but finances are different it can maybe be that you can only do 40 percent he do 60 and it's okay to say that because there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that fact and you shouldn't let him shame you or let or even feel like you can't say anything about that because girl trust me if he is one to shame you from that then he ain't the one even if you are only given 10 percent in the finances who cares if you give that 10 percent girl he should accept it love it and appreciate like it, it was a hundred because eventually you're not going to be in that same position right or you can give 40 later 60 later or words however you know balance between the two relationships and that's what i do wish that i would have done with him because i feel like we had a great communication but the expectation of me having to live that lifestyle was what really turned me off and so like it just didn't work out now how i actually talk about money now is completely different so i like to keep it light when i am talking um, because it's like if you don't ask any questions then you're going to just be really let down at the thought of like well i thought it was this but it's better to just ask a question because then you really know what you're dealing with when it comes to credit scores with your relationship when the relationship gets serious i mean you ask for all of these things without judgment of course but at the same time it just allows you to have regular money check-ins so that you know exactly if your um, significant other is really someone who you can trust with your money spending with your money budgets and also to how you are actually going to be handling your money right because if this is a relationship that you see furthering and progressing then monthly money talks is a must have but bring up your incomes both incomes right bring up what you have in depth bring this up so that you are aware and you set every a standard and you set everything on the table this allows you guys to realize what one another brings to the table when it comes to finances and your income to your finances so it can allows you to create these budgets and these budgets allow you guys to know what exactly you can use what you can't use and how to really shape this relationship once it starts getting even more serious and what i like to call is money check-ins with my goals so spending money is easy however if you have a goal of what you want to do with that money that's completely different so checking in with yourself on your money goals is really important but now that you have a partner and that you're partnering with someone it's even significantly more important that both are on the same track the same progress what if he just goes out and splurge and spends his money out on all of these like guns because he wants to go shooting with his boys and then it leaves you with the burden to have to you know 
come up with the finances to put in for the goal that y'all are trying to meet and then also too like what happens whenever one person in the relationship falls up off and doesn't obtain that goal right is it going to be um, a consequence are you just going to stop automatically or are y'all going to start all over and saying okay next month it's you know neither one of us put into this so let's start all over let's start from zero and let's continue or it's like are we going to pick back up and start over and continue going you know so it's that type of um, conversations that you should have during your monthly money talks And I know I touched a little bit on budgeting compromises. So in my past relationships, proportional contributions to shared expenses based on income worked well. It was great to show how equal discretionary spending money um, was between the both of us. And I feel like when there's a proportional contribution to shared expenses to our income, it definitely allows our sinking and our vibing to be a lot better. Um, And we're better to understand one another because let's just face it, like it is an extremely hard time to really um, try to put all of the finances on one person. Don't get me wrong. Every financial situation is different. So one may be very, you know, fortunate to not have to, but for the single ladies who have to, and for myself, like we have to, I'm talking and speaking to the single queen who um, is providing for herself and comes with her own um, contribution, right? So that is great when you're able to budget and share those expenses together that way you're able to feel equal with your partner and i can't stress that enough feeling equal to your partner and being able to share the expenses is just a great feeling um not that i want to say like i want to feel like more than a woman because i or want to be um you know like the head of the family because sometimes it is or have a stronger input but it's not it's more like knowing that equally we both contributed to our finances or to the budget is the goal the goal is never to try to outdo someone or feel like we make more than our significant other so that we have to to be the bigger you know um big head in in the relationship not at all the point is to be equal to stay equal and to feel equal because both contributed so both met the goal and that to me you can use you can do this by using budgeting apps and budgeting apps help tremendously they help you to review reassess your spending your your budgeting and it also keeps you realigned on your shared goals so this app that you can use you can use any any of the apps financial apps that you find in the app store inside of your itunes and just being able to use these apps in any shape or form will contribute to that success of how you guys are spending allocating your spend using the budgeting app (music) 
all right single queens so i saved the best for last and even though sometimes you might not find the right app to use there's so many to choose from i'm actually going to be providing a checklist um, that's downloadable that's part of this podcast that you can find and if you go to metaverse maven agencies social media pages it'll be linked in the bio but i say all this because yeah you're right life is so just crazy that you're having to use an app to write down everything that you spend but if you look at it in a different perspective and a different mindset it's going to change your whole outcome and for both you know sometimes in the relationship if you go into a relationship and right off the bat he doesn't want to share his finances then that's a red flag and that's also for another podcast episode but don't worry because i have that coming but definitely a big red flag you need to be aware of the red flags and if he can't share his finances with you it's like what is he hiding right and if he's just hiding his finances is it because he's embarrassed is it because he's ashamed then that's another issue right that's more of an ego issue that's more of a self-centered issue and that's a whole nother like is it a narcissistic you know thing so that's like another layer on top of the finances because like finances contribute to so much to a person it contributes to the way that a person acts the way that a person talks the way that a person is to other people and so do you have a person that's good you know um has a good heart and is caring about others because if he is then he's going to be caring about you and definitely talking about money and money finances is not going to be an issue to him because he doesn't see that getting in the way from loving you and that's exactly right like i couldn't agree with that 100 more percent if the man loves you he's not gonna have a problem sharing his finances the number he's not gonna have a problem saying i made a hundred grand 200 grand 300 grand girl he's not even gonna have a problem saying he made 1200 grand you know what i'm saying it's the fact that he's sharing that information with you because he's comfortable then that right there should already tell you from the very beginning he is comfortable sharing his finances then he's also comfortable sharing this but this this um life with you and being equal in the partnership of having to balance these finances between both of y'all all right single queens i've made it to the protecting assets and that's where i want you to think about this i keep an emergency fund and account in my name only and i would never commingle even when married and that's just that and that will be something that i release up front and on the table and it's really you know linked to my assets of my companies um so it is always there for my business and for um, the foundation that i'm laying right and because that foundation was there way before i met him not saying that it's not his either but it is an emergency fund and that's what it is called and that will be you know disclosed 
from day one I don't feel like that's if you're not hiding it it's not a lie and there's nothing secretive so it is all you know honesty and and it's all great to share that information and to say those things with property and share your name is on the title if you contribute make sure that any property that you buy whether you are married whether you are in a relationship um, that both of you are on that actual title of the actual real estate property I wouldn't I could stress so much adding the partnership agreement um, just so that you can ensure that you guys are both um, in agreement that this asset is you know being balanced between you know are you both buying it um, because it just it doesn't matter if it's whose credit it is if it's one person's credit you have to have a partnership agreement separately written so that you don't get duped out of an asset regardless of anything that arises or regardless of whose credit it's in or who took out the loan um, and because if both are contributing if you're contributing to it then you definitely should ensure that your name is on the title if you contribute and I won't go too much into prenups but that's a separate conversation if you must have your prenups then you know definitely seek some actual um, legal advice for those prenups and one last thing get added as authorized user on your partner's credit card to build score while keeping finances somewhat separate there's no there's no big issue a big deal with asking or being added to your partner's credit card to build your score um, if you do this make sure you are honest and upfront from the very beginning what you can contribute and don't just go all out to do someone wrong and harm if you do someone harm and wrong just know it'll always come back to you no matter what and I definitely would say if you love someone help them because they're helping you um, and do right by others especially when it comes to credit but you know that's all like based on your morals and how you believe but if you are in a relationship with someone that you feel like you want to build something long term then you definitely should make sure that your finances are stable and solid and that both of you can contribute to building each other's credit or even if it is um, being added as an authorized user so that they can help you build your credit I mean I can just say that while you keep your finances somewhat separate I should you should still get added as an authorized user on a partner's card okay so now we gotten to the money milestones money milestones are huge they're a huge part of our success of our lives every day we should revisit money talks um, during our major relationship steps 
and that includes from when you're first moving in to when you're getting engaged to when you're merging households and all of this is from your first purchase of your car to having a child together there's just so many things to consider when the milestones that you reach in your relationship and these money talks have to be essential and of course don't forget your short-term goals from your money milestones which is savings um, rebalance contributions any of your updated beneficiaries and your added financial automations from your um, you know life insurance adding them if you know you need to or you're going to because you're buried now and also to your will the will is a big one that many of us forget and I feel like maybe if there was more wills written from the very beginning when you get married or like from the first time when you marry uh start dating someone maybe um we wouldn't see as many you know divorces because you know we're in each other's will (laughs) but that's just you know uh, something that I find really funny thinking about coming into a relationship and having these money talks because these money talks are really important now especially as like women are becoming more independent and we are leaning more towards getting married at a way later age which is completely great and fine finding our independence is so important making our own money is just great having our own career is wonderful and so all of that leading up to having that money talk is so important don't feel ashamed don't feel bad because trust me guys will talk about money all the time to them it's nothing and if they love you and they accept you appreciate you they'll appreciate that conversation with you because they'll know that you're really trying to take um not control but take responsibility and take care of the finances which is important right like women have a special a special gift that was given to us we nurture everything whether that be our household whether that be our children or whether that be our money so yeah you're right taking care of the money right from the beginning is nurturing not only yourself but your relationship and your future so guys I hope that this um, new money talks for single women episode was enlightening and you really enjoyed it Um, if you guys will please share this with any of your single ladies who want to learn about money and having these relatable conversations that pertain to us and just learning how to maneuver and manage these things share this podcast episode with her Um, until next time guys i'm signing off as christina the metaverse maven welcome ladies money maven ladies this is money talks for the single woman welcome beautiful souls to my podcast Christina, I am happy today because I am able to get vulnerable, honest about times when past partners try to sabotage my career aspirations that led to my financial downfall. And I was 
Incred it was incredibly painful. These experiences taught me how important it is to stand up for my dreams, no matter who tries to obstruct them. My hope is that during this podcast, as you're listening, it empowers any women facing resistance from loved ones, from their significant other, or if they're in a relationship. Now, let's get real.